The one of one is missing. Uh-uh. I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Raider rookie logo. Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to? Guess how much I sniped this for an option. Number to five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? 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 Football cards, collecting and investing. We talk about it every single week. We're going to get to some college players actually today uh, a little bit later because now we are creeping towards NFL draft season. Shout out to all the Drew Locke card holders out there. You guys are, are absolutely killing it. But Andy, we've got to start with the man, the myth, and not even the legend. We're talking about the MVP favorite, Brock Purdy. It's been the number one question asked to you in our Discord server. So your thoughts on Sir Brock freaking Mr. Irrelevant Purdy. Well, I think he's a clear front runner. Obviously, you look at the Vegas odds, he is a massive front runner for MVP. Although you ask him, he'll tell you Christian McCaffrey should get it because he just hands the ball off to him and then CMC does his thing. And I think CMC is probably going to get some MVP votes too. Like it it might be fairly close, but especially after this past week, Dak more or less choked. Now, it, it did impact him. He lost Zach Martin, his right guard, but still the Bills ate him up. Um, turnover. So, you know, I look at Brock Purdy. The question is, do you sell him now on this big uh, crescendo ascending path, or do you hold him for the MVP announcement and playoffs? Carter, I think in order to answer that question, you got to go back and, and look at last year's stats around Joe Burrow and what his cards did heading into the playoffs. And then also look at where Brock Purdy's cards were at the end of September, beginning of October. So if you look at if you look at that stats, the Prism PSA 10 is not quite back up to that price. We're getting close, right? I've got confirmed transactions now back in that $250 range for his base Prism PSA 10, the black Prism as well as actually almost neck and neck. And, and that's an interesting thing because that, that comes from Chronicles, typically more common than the than the standard Prism. But with Brock Purdy only having the 1,400 different rookie cards, approximately the same different availability as a guy like Dak or uh, Jared Goff from 2016, you know, that definitely changes the demand for his market on these uh, these more obscure sets or just lesser demanded sets when you compare to like Joe Burrow. Yeah, so what I find interesting about this year, Andy, is Brock Purdy has created amazingly toxic discourse, right? Like not only uh, on here, uh, we already see the chat debating how good this guy is or not good. Is he just a system quarterback? And Dak Prescott is also someone with a lot of toxic discourse around him. And those are your two NFC favorites right now. Let me ask you this, Andy. If Brock Purdy were to go to the Super Bowl, do you believe you would see a price crescendo like we've normally seen in the past with Super Bowl quarterbacks? Yes, I do. But it's it's heading into the Super Bowl. Like I remember going back in 2020 and uh, when PWCC Marketplace, they had an eBay transa transaction data going back to like 2012. It, it just took a lot of work. But I remember spending hours investigating uh, the rise of Matt Ryan, for example, uh, back in, what was it, 2018, 
when he went to the Super Bowl and then and then choked uh, against Brady and the Patriots at halftime. Uh, so I remember studying that, and what happened was his cards uh, peaked heading into the Super Bowl. So then you saw that again, like with Tom Brady at the end of the 2020 season. They they peak heading into the Super Bowl. It's typically in that right. two week time frame between the championship game and the Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl, after the Super Bowl, it's it's flatlines. It flatlines or dips a little bit just because people are distracted. Their attention is is taken elsewhere. Um, mostly flatline, especially depending on like how young they are, what's the availability like, what's the supply like, you know. But the demand definitely flatlines or dips just a little bit. So your best prices are actually going to be in January or at the end of January, heading into the Super Bowl. I would not price yourself thinking that you're going to get like 50% more than what they were at the end of, of, um, of September, beginning of October. So if you're looking at like his base prism and you see that says uh, 295, 300, 319, I don't think that you're going to get $500 for his base prism. You know, it's, it's not going to yeah. get like that, but I do think it's going to get back up into that 350. Maybe you see some transactions at $400 after the championship game if he just runs the tables and he has an incredible game. Yeah, I I am all in on on your idea about the Super Bowl um, because, look, even if he wins the Super Bowl this year, I, I think you'll, you'll flatline. I'm not sure if it would go up. Um, I know this from experience because when Joe Burrow beat the Chiefs, Andy, you were around. I was blowing your phone up because I was crazy. It was just crazy how much, you know, my Joe Burrow collection went up. Um, you know, I moved some of it during that Super Bowl lead up. So, if you're asking yourself that question, should I sell or hold Brock Purdy? I'm always of the belief you should sell when the iron is as hot as it possibly could be. And at this point in the season, there is no quarterback's name that is hotter than Brock Purdy. But if you do believe he is going to the Super Bowl, I do think you would see a bump in especially some of his rare auto stuff, which is rare at this point. Um, I, I do think you, you'll you'll see a crescendo leading into the Super Bowl. But there's also guys like Hector who believes that Bryce's um, that, that Brock Purdy's price is already baked in uh, for the Super Bowl. So it, it, it's always tough to predict yeah. these kinds of but um but it, it's still wild it, yeah it's tough and you know we we talked about the players being submitted to psa in the psa database so here in our keep them uh football card prices web app we do have a players tab and you can see how many were added to the uh psa database week over week wow there's actually a ton of bryce young added right. in the past week but um let me uh let, let me i want to filter here by brock purdy and see where he's at it it may it i know it updates on tuesday so i have to i'm surprised brock purdy's not leading but typically you know brock purdy is leading the pack in thousands of cards being submitted to uh psa each week and they're being added to the psa database so that adds to the supply but i still i i look at like his just overall availability you know, I know the print run is higher in 2022 versus, uh, you know, previous years, especially prior to 2019. But it's not that much higher than uh, than what we were looking at for um, Joe Burrow. And so when I look at Joe Burrow's prism and I see that, you know, he's got 6,800 prism PSA 10s right now. And look out that card 
back in December went from 194, 185 by it now to the you know championship game time frame. It went to $320 in auction on a on a Wednesday night auction or 280, 290 in a buy it now. So that's that's a pretty significant increase right there of 50%, right? And so if we look at Brock Purdy, I mean, he's not quite back to that. $300 range where he was at the end of uh, or beginning of October, end of September. So I think that he gets back to the $300 range, maybe plus. It just depends on obviously how well he plays these final few games and into the playoffs. Your thoughts. And look at that. As we, as we, oh, look at that pop 2259. Yeah. Very a interesting. Third, a third of the pop of Joe Burrow. So yeah. Yeah, and, and and some of that, of course, is uh, you know draft position. It's obviously huge. I am shocked, Andy, going back to the to to the keep him data. How much Bryce Young is still being submitted? Um, because he's he's just looked really bad uh, up to this point, and he plays for Carolina, right? This is uh, a franchise not going in the right direction. This is a franchise in one of the smaller markets, one of the smaller. Fan bases now. Carolina has diehard fans, but still, it's 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 crazy that that many people are still you know sending in their Bryce. It's draft capital, baby, and and college resume. Alabama, big demand there, and I, I think there's a lot of people that think that you know maybe it was just first year jitters, coaching issues, lack of wide receiver talent, lack of you know offensive line protection. There's a ton of things that people are going to say that's the excuse for Bryce Young. It's not. You know, it's right. not the the uh, the the whole time how long he holds the ball and his accuracy, which has been pathetic. You know, uh, so I think people are going to give him because of those other factors. They're going to give him a longer leash, and that's why I think you see a lot of people submitting. Plus, you had Donruss, so Donruss being uh, you know broken, ripped, it's circulating the market. People know that the Donruss rated rookie PSA tens, and there's quite a few optics in that set this year are going to hold value long term. And so I think what they're doing is they're submitting a lot of those to get ready for card shows and selling throughout the you know playoffs, uh, free agency, uh, draft hype cycle of next year. And I think that's what we're seeing here. Brock Purdy, there he is, 1,999 cards added to the PSA database in the past week compared to yeah. those 3,600 of CJ Stroud and 3,600 of, of Bryce. So about – just over half and that just goes to show you brock's you know mr irrelevancy right the 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 just the the, the print of a, of a quarterback who's just doesn't have as, as as much draft capital as the others it's crazy how that works and yeah I, I do want to bring up one thing about the brock purdy mvp discourse should he get it i'm fine with it right he's looked good enough yeah he had some wide open touchdowns but Sure, I, I would be okay with it. That wouldn't be my choice. I know I've kind of been labeled as a Purdy hater, per se. But what I think could happen, Andy, with Brock Purdy's MVP chances is, number one, some people say, well, I'm going to give it to CMC instead because CMC is clearly a better player than Brock Purdy is a quarterback, which is true. Something else that could happen, Andy, and, and this has happened before with, with MVP votes in other sports is there could be voters that say, well, you know who never won an MVP? Drew Brees never won an MVP. 
there's a lot of really, really, really good players who have never won MVPs. There might be some voters who wrongly say, hey, I'm not going to vote for Brock because so-and-so never won an MVP, so I'm definitely not giving it uh, to, to Brock Purdy. Let me get your thoughts. Do you believe he will win the MVP? Yeah, I do. I do. I think ultimately, you know, because because the panel of judges, it's like, you know, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, I'm, I'm sure they're on there, you know, and it's it's all these these commentators and sports journalists. And they're so narrative driven. They're like, what what drives the narrative? What drove the storyline of the NFL? And then they they look at his passer rating uh, throughout the year. And it's it's been pretty incredible. I mean, he's had how many I mean, he's had multiple games, probably like five games, I think, at least where the pass rating was almost perfect or it was over 120. So I think he's going to win it. Um, you know, it would have to be a miraculous finish maybe, but you look at these other guys like uh, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, who just, you know, fell down a few ranks and then Christian McCaffrey right there. I do think that they may steal some MVP votes from each other with how insanely good Christian McCaffrey has been this year. And then we get to Lamar Jackson really quickly. All right, this has been, Andy, a good couple of weeks for those 2018 QBs, Lamar and Josh. They're, they're playing really well. They're winning games. They both look like real Super Bowl contenders. Uh, once again, you can sign up with our promo code QUEST, Underdog Fantasy. I'm doing some playoff best ball teams. And, Andy, I'm drafting a lot of Josh Allen stocks. I'm loving what I'm seeing uh, from – the Bills, I meant to say stacks. Um, I'm loving it. I, I like the way the Bills are playing right now. Could just be that they got an LSU guy now calling the plays and Joe Brady, but, man, they they look pretty special. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for, for those 2018 guys. Yeah, they're, they're very interesting markets because the rookie autos for those guys are incredibly rare at this point, and people have spent big money in the past, so – they're either holding those or, um, you know, not really wanting to sell those for anything less than what they bought them for. And they're all really expensive, you know, $1,000 plus. But you look at like the the more affordable, uh, the more common entry level cards like the Prism. Those are pretty close, man. The Prism PSA 10 for Lamar is a, a trend right now of 220 bucks. Trend for Josh Allen at uh, Prism PSA 10, 232. And I'm looking at the 180 day trend. Josh Allen's actually down. So I think at this point, it's very much of a Super Bowl or bust thing for Josh Allen. Um, his cars just kind of kind of bounce around, flatline uh, pretty much all season long. But I was impressed with their front seven, especially this past week, which they've had you know quite uh, a bit of weakness on their defense. And they did a really good job against uh, high-octane Cowboys offense. And then, yeah, Josh Allen has been playing really well. I'm just like wondering... When is jo when is the uh, you know the turnover prone Josh Allen going to come out and and is this going to is this Bills team going to fall off the tracks again like they seem to have done in the in the playoffs the last couple of years so um, and and it wasn't you know obviously some of that was bad luck I mean like you look at the Chiefs game and I mean that was just a total demoralizing loss <laughs> two years you know so it's like. Uh, I'm, I'm I think a lot of people are very hesitant to say, yeah, I want to invest in Josh Allen because he's going to the Super Bowl because the AFC is stacked and they've seen him uh, not make it to the big game. And his prices are already at that point where I do think 
that kind of success has been baked in. At least championship game appearance has been baked in. Whereas maybe Lamar Jackson has like wild card appearance baked in, especially when you look at the difference between the optics between those two, 120 for Lamar and 230 for Josh. And then the base donor is at 84 for Lamar and 150 for Josh. It's crazy. Let me bring up one more quarterback here. What One of our viewers here bought him a lot, and that's Jared Goff in the Lions with the most impressive victory, I would say, over the past week, blowing out a surging uh, Denver Broncos team. It was amazing looking at some of the, you know, Jared Goff cards that you could buy when he was at his lowest, right, before he actually got got to the lines. I mean, I, I think I saw some of his, like, rookie prism cards well under, um, like, 70 bucks. It was around that range. So I, I think the Lions can get there, Andy, even though I, I'm still concerned about their defense. What say you? Yeah, I mean, I'm concerned about their defense, but they may get C.J. Gardner-Johnson back. Uh, he's been medically cleared to play. I think he's going to come back maybe this week or next week. That's a huge addition back to the defense. I think they could make a really strong run. I think they kind of had their dip at the wrong time or at the perfect time. I mean, that's that's what I meant to say, at the perfect time because, you know, they win-loss, win-loss starting back on Thanksgiving when they lost to the Packers. But very impressive win this past Saturday night uh, against a red-hot Denver Broncos team, right? And and so I think that they're kind of now ascending at the right time. You know, it's it's all about timing, right, at the NFL. And, and the identity of these teams change, like, from month to month. You know, they kind of go on these three- to four-week stretches. And I think the, the, the Lions are going to ascend here at the right time. I think they're actually a good team to really buy into. They were even better to buy into last week before Saturday night, but I still think they're a good team to buy into because just looking at the 180 day, uh, Jared Goff has been down, man. The turnovers, the losses, he just has kind of been waffling back and forth. And you see Dak's prism PSA 10 is up to 250. Goff's is now at 150. And I've always said, like, if Goff is going to be that much lower than um than Dak, then that makes him an absolute buy because if the Lions make a good playoff run, we're gonna see a massive price increase in Jared Goff cards. I mean, we already saw a, de a decent one when we, you know, heading into the season, like from summertime. You look at that card, like back in, you know, like you're talking about during the summer, January, hundred dollars, May 26, a hundred dollars, and they got up to you know 220. 250 in a buy it now October 18th only for them to come back down to here so you're basically you're not buying in for summer prices but you're pretty close like look at July 18th 175 and there was an auction that ended Sunday night for 136 like that's that was a snipe that 136 PSA 10 that's in, that's a really good snipe because I think you I think the Lions are ascending at the right time here and they could run it back with golf next year uh I, I mean i could see it with laporta and um the sun god and everyone over there and jameer gibbs ascending so gotta love it now andy i want to get into a specific product um before we talk about uh another player here but uh, let, let's chat some matthew stafford your, your thoughts well, on him this is the reason why i want to bring him up because i think right now there is a chance there's actually a pretty good chance that the rams are at the number seven seed are going to play the lions in the playoffs. So, you know, as they top, they pair the top seed with the bottom seed. There's a very good chance that the Lions at the number three seed play 
the um, play the the Rams at the number seven seed, and we'll see how it shakes out. But there's a very good chance, and that's just a very interesting storyline. And Matt Stafford has been playing really well. Uh, you know, the weapons are great. Kyron Williams is broken out. Puka Nakua has more than 400 receiving yards, more 400 more receiving yards than any other rookie wide receiver. I mean, he's it's just insane. His rookie cards are through the roof um, for his position in draft capital and everything. And then Cooper Cup coming to life. You know, so the defense, yeah, they've got holes. <laughs> they blow coverages. But that just makes it more exciting to watch Matt Stafford just, I mean, YOLO, man. He's just going to let it rip, dude. And he's got the weapons. So I think this is a very exciting storyline. And we've seen some pretty interesting price increases in the 2008 Matt Stafford market. Not so much in the graded market. He doesn't have a ton of graded cards. So you're not seeing a whole lot of data. But uh, just in like his raw market, like I saw uh, Topps Chrome refractors going from 15 to like 85. You know, I see some price, small price increases like the finest refractor. But um, super interesting storyline with Matt Stafford, who has very few cards. Weird football card year just got and, and Stafford was like one of the few players from that draft class that really popped off. But, you know, I think at this point, Matthew Stafford, with only one Pro Bowl, I think he's going to get into the Hall of Fame. I really do believe it. But but there you go. Now, Andy, what I want to do is I want to talk about a specific product. Donruss Blasters have been out. CJ Stroud rated rookies sell for if you just get a rated rookie out of the out of out of the box, okay, the 70-ish 90 cards, whatever. That card is going for 10 bucks. So you buy a box for 27, 30 bucks with tax and all of that. You pull one CJ Stroud, you're getting a third of your box price back. But you do have a chance, Andy, with these blasters to hit the coveted downtown. So from a football card perspective, not only sealed, but what you're seeing out of, you know, breaks and whatnot. Andy, how, how have you felt about the opening weeks-ish of, of Donruss? Yeah, you know, we ripped our box on Saturday night, and uh, it, it was okay. It was okay. We um we we pulled a Jalen Hyatt, if I remember correctly. We pulled a Jalen Hyatt rookie auto. That was our auto. No case okay. hits. Um, some interesting veteran, like second, third year uh, serial number cards. You know, you can definitely see the availability of players based on like um, market size and and fan base size. Um, so teams like you know the Packers, the 49ers, and stuff. They have a lot of players in this set. Um, there's, I think, uh, obviously I think it makes sense to buy, especially if you can like this one in $31. Wow. That guy kind of sold himself short to compared to the other ones that sold this morning for 45 and 39 for the blaster box. Uh, I think it's fun. You know, I think it's a great Christmas gift. And now with the, the release date of prism being pushed back and I have not yet seen the, the checklist release for prism that tells me that it may be pushed back some more. But right. uh, it does appear to me by looking at all the different inserts and cards from Donruss, there's a lot of quality put into it this year. The foil finishes look more like chrome finishes, in fact. And this is one of my favorite uh, looking sets of Donruss ever released. Um, I think that this set looks better and the quality feels nicer than 2020. 
I actually really like this set. Uh, this is probably my favorite set next to like 2017, you know? Um, and I'm just, that's just my, my personal opinion and feelings on it. Um, I think they did a good job with the photographs. I think they did a good job with the design, the quality. I haven't yet seen uh, too many reports um, about just blatant like a print line or quality issues uh, from Panini. I'm thinking they put more quality into the set because maybe they thought when they printed this, this might be one of their last sets based on whatever happened to litigation with Fanatics. So they really wanted to like make sure they did it right. Uh, so I think for that sake, it's good, man. I, I'm, I've been really impressed. Obviously, I'm a singles guy. So I would rather buy a $20. You know, you know what else is interesting, right, Carter? This is one Let's of go. the few sets that they released the factory sets for. And you can get those. Um, they may not be out yet, but they typically sell them at Targets during the holiday season. And like this right here, NFL team set. You get that for 22 bucks. Not only are you getting CJ Stroud, but you're also getting Tank Dell in there and Will Anderson. So I look at something like this. That's a great value. Or the factory set of 2023 Donruss. You can typically get those at Target for like 40 bucks. And I mean, you're getting wow. you're getting the Stroud, you're getting the Young, the Will Levis, you're getting Puka, you're getting all these other rated rookies in there. Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, you're getting all these guys, and it easily pays off itself. Typically, you can turn around and flip those cards individually for twice as much as what you buy the, the factory set. And, or you can submit the best looking ones, which they all typically look good out of those factory sets right. and get them, get them graded. And cause they're going to be fine long-term, especially the quarterbacks. Um, they're going to, those PSA tens are going to be worth 50 to a hundred dollars uh, long-term all day. Yeah. I, I didn't know what a factory set was. So when I ripped one of those and they, they come in long boxes, when, when I opened one of them, I was like, oh, look, man, this has to be the hottest box of all time. I am getting every single card out of uh, the, this checklist. And I was like, oh, OK, this is what a factory set is. They put every single one of those. I want to shout out clickbaits. Is this clickbait or is he telling the truth here, Andy? <laughs> yeah, I think he's telling the truth because uh, I think I, I follow clickbait or he tagged me on Instagram and he pulled he pulled a um, he pulled a CJ Stroud downtown. Like, I can't believe it, man. Uh, I'm Congratulations, dude. I mean, like you just you just won the lotto like you just won the scratch off ticket, man. <laughs> nice job. And yeah. honestly, I would. You know, it's tempting to sell now, but obviously I would wait. Like I'd have my card listed and buy it now. That may be a card you want to list in an auction. But, you know, what's it? this is, see, this is so fascinating. So the Texans did a solid job this past week and got the W. And they're in a three-way tie for lead in the AFC South. This AFC South is such a tight playoff race. And it's so exciting, man, to see who's going to make the playoffs out of the AFC which is going to create for some super exciting football here down the stretch of the last three weeks. Um, so I, I am just absolutely pumped to see what happens with CJ Stroud. Obviously he was in concussion protocol. He's going to be coming back and um, I'm, I'm super pumped to see what, uh, what, what the Texans and what the AFC South does here. Gardner Minshew prices might go up quite a bit if he makes the, the playoffs. I mean, cause they got some good weapons. He's throwing the ball good right now. I'm looking at some of these CJ Stroud downtown prices 
the minimum has been a thousand on the dot, but I've also seen some go for over two K, but mostly they, they float around that low thousand mark now, but earlier in the week, Andy, they were going for 1.5 K 1.7 K around that range. Um, if it looks good, I, I would send it in hell. Um, uh, you know, one of those in, in, in a PSA 10 slab plus, I know this may not mean a lot to a lot of people because they want every card uh, in a PSA 10 slab, but Texans cards look good in PSA slabs because of their color scheme, right? So that is, you know, just one little extra thing. But I'm interested. Uh, okay, so Clickbait has it as a BIN at twenty three fifty, uh, probably OBO, and uh, it's it it should be. Should be interesting. That should be very interesting. I, I think he's doing it right, you know, because the current sold data is a little bit lower than that, um, you know. But this this is the thing, man. Twenty three fifty is tough. Like he's really trying to capture the impulse buyer. But I think people that are spending a thousand dollars in most cases, especially in a buy now, are looking at the comps. So you may have to negotiate, you know, around that. $1,500 range. As you can see, a lot of $1,100 to uh, $1,250 transactions here. And then you look at the Texans' remaining schedule, Browns, Titans, Colts. I don't like this Browns matchup so much. <laughs> um, and, you know, especially without Tank Dell, without potentially Nico Collins another week out with a calf injury, that's tough. You know, that's tough. So it's going to be, you know, no Noah Brown, um, some of the other guys that they have on the roster, like Dalton Schultz came back, Brevin Jordan, you know, they're going to have to spread the ball around quite a bit. Devin Singletary may get involved some more too. So yeah, it's tough for me to see it going up to 2000, but you had one here that closed in an auction and see, this is a perfect example, Carter. Look at this one touch auction, 2350. This is almost why I say, Hey, why don't we, why don't we put this card in an auction? You're checking all the boxes, show card, elite you know rookie of the year quarterback when that rookie of the year announcement is made like i want this auction ending 15 minutes after that <laughs> you know uh, uh, uh. yeah it's it's it should it should be fun um i i i think you should look into grading it just depending on how it looks give it a good look uh give it a good look see and and you know once again i, I think if it hits a nine i think people don't mind downtowns in a nine um so no, we've the, seen that with Justin Fields too. Not to interrupt you, Carter, but we've seen that. Gone. We've seen that with Justin Fields where the PSA nine went for more than the raw. And I think we've seen that for a couple other players as well. It's more like at that point, it's like, okay, this isn't a reprint. This isn't some ACO custom card. This is the real deal verified by PSA. It's okay if it's a nine because it's already scarce. We know it's a downtown. It's it's scarce, you know. So people that spend that money, it kind of gives them a little bit more. Um, you know, a little bit more peace of mind, even though eBay was going to do authenticity guarantee on those cards. I still think it gives them a peace of mind that, um, that thing is a real deal. Now it's time for hobby tip of the week. Does Paul Hickey have one today? I, I, I've, Dude, I've... His hobby tip this week is so interesting. I, I've never thought about this before, but it makes sense. Oh, you got to check this out. Let's check out check out this hobby tip from Paul Hickey at nooffseason.com. 
What's up, Andy and Carter? Thanks for having me on again for another hobby tip of the week. I'm Paul Hickey with NoOffSeason.com, co-host of the Sports Card Strategy Show right here on the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. Quick hobby tip of the week today, how to execute an in-person trade with high-value assets, maybe multiple cards adding up to hundreds or thousands of dollars, maybe for one card that's worth hundreds or thousands of dollars meet in person but don't just meet in person meet in person at a local police station why because if the other person isn't legit chances are they're gonna bail if you ask to meet at a police station rather have them bail on you than put you in a situation where you could be in danger based on your amount of cards that you have with you and somebody looking to take advantage of you. So meeting in person, but meeting in person at a police station for a high dollar value trade transaction in the hobby is highly recommended. We had this come up on our sports card strategy show recently, and I really, really liked it. So I wanted to share it with you guys at the football card quest as my simple hobby tip of the week this week. Andy Carter, back to you. So let me ask you this, Andy. Have you ever dealt or done – or look, I'll, I'll open this up for the chat as well. What is the biggest trade and or card purchase you made in dollar amount? So, Andy, I'm, I'm going to go to you first. Uh, mine was just a couple hundred dollar deal, and I did it with a, a patron Discord member. And um, we had been going back and forth for a little while. So it was multiple cards involved um, on both sides. But, you know, I – I, I kind of trusted the guys, so you know it wasn't it wasn't anything too big. But it, if I was if I was uh, you know if I had like a Tom Brady rookie card or just you know that CJ Stroud downtown for example, heck yeah, I mean that's a fantastic idea. Meet at a police station. That's like a dead giveaway. That one, and if they don't have a PayPal account, <laughs> right? If you don't want to go to a police station because not everyone feels safe going to. Uh, a, a police station one other place you could do it is is at a bank right like a bank if if someone says well um i i don't i don't have the cash on me well if you're at your local bank you could be like well we we can go right here we there's an atm right here we can we can deal that plus there's cameras um everywhere at a bank you're, you're not getting away with any of it my buddy did an eight thousand dollar cash deal uh for a rare burrow card and him holding that stack of cash, he sent me a photo. I was like, dang, that is really $8,000 cash. I just standing right there. Andy, I, I DJed a gig not too long ago. They paid cash uh, right to me in my hand, and I even felt uncomfortable, and it was only like 500 bucks, right, um, having that much cash on me. So I do agree. Go to somewhere uh, that that is clear. That is in that. No, go on, go on, Andy. Don't, don't, don't lie, Carter. You know those were one dollar bills, and they were put in your waistband, weren't they? <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, it, that's my past life. We're not going to bring that up now. Uh, but one, one thing, um, one other place you can do it is at a card show. That's I, I normally feel pretty safe about doing. Um, a deal at a card show because one thing experienced dealers look out for, even if they're not looking at the deal, they remember almost everyone that w rolls through a card show, maybe not at the national where it's that big, but at a 
50, 60 person table show, you're normally going to get spotted out if you're doing something shady. You're going to get caught. Um, and like Hector said, if you're doing something for over 10, 15, 20K, it's probably smart to just fly there and just hand them the card. I'm dead serious. Like if for some reason I open up one of these 2020 prism boxes that I have here and I pull uh, Justin Herbert rare gold number to 10 and someone wants to buy it for, for that amount, I'm, I'm probably going to fly there and, and hand it to them because that's, that's that high amount of, of money. So that's, uh, that that's, it's, that's crazy. Um, wait, Zion case. Oh, the little, uh, the, the little, the, the, the case that everyone uses for, for, for their cards. I thought he was talking about, uh, Zion Williamson, uh, cases, but I know exactly what you're talking about. The little Zion cases, Andy. Yeah, I think that those kind of are dead, dead. Yeah. I'd rather have like a little military ammunition box. I think like you had Carter last year right. with, with little, with the, uh, with the cards in, in that way, you'd be a little bit more discreet than, than the Zion case. Right. But yeah, be careful of your surroundings when you go to do a big show. If you go to do a big deal, bring someone else with you, right? Um, that's also uh, something else. Um, Chad said he's ready to throw hands. He says, if someone mugs me, they better bring a friend. Chad, Chad's ready to throw down for his, his Nick Mullins PC, baby. I I, 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 I get it. Um, Andy, my, my hobby tip of the week is um is pretty simple. If you are going like on a bachelor's trip or you're going somewhere to go rip a box of, of cards with, with friends at a party or whatever, make sure you always have penny sleeves and top loaders on you. Right. So like in my backpack, I still have the penny sleeves and, and top loaders in 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 my backpack from the national uh from, from last year. So if you go to rip something or if you do. Andy, what everyone loves to do, the car rip, make sure you have those in your car, right? Because the one thing you don't want to do, because you know the one time you're going to hit something big if you're doing one of those car rips is when you don't have any supplies to protect that card. So guess what you're going to have to do, Andy? you got to drive back to work in the middle of traffic. Your heart's going to be pounding. You just hit this massive uh, CJ Stroud downtown in your car, and next thing you know, you, you hit a bump, and the car just catapults across the the, the car and, and gets a ding in the corner. So that's my hobby tip of the week because I see a lot of people doing car rids, but you got to have those supplies, baby. Yeah, that that would be devastating, man. I can't imagine like how many friends too are in the car. Like, hey, let's go to the store. They score at Target, get some blasters. They rip them in the car, and like your friends driving. And he hits a pothole or a speed bump, and like you're oh, like, no. oh, like the slow motion car, you know, <laughs> the, the CJ Stroud downtown flying out of your hand. Oh, good lord, that would be devastating. Mm. All right, Andy, do, do you have one, or, or are you just rolling with Paul? Uh, yeah, I was gonna roll with Paul, but also, uh, my my hobby tip is gonna be centered around like i get a lot of questions people asking me about Jaden daniels so i want to talk about Jaden daniels for a second and the kind of cards that he's got in his market 
Um, you know, we, t- we touched on him at the end of last week's stream. I said congratulations to your boy for getting the Heisman. And I want to touch on what cards he's actually got out for him because a lot of people are starting to plan and anticipate for the NFL draft. And it's unfortunate that Jaden Daniels was not printed in the newest Bowman Chrome set. It's very, very tragic. The guy's only got 74 different rookie cards, right? And and you're probably projecting him to go in the top 10 now, right, Carter? Yeah, I would say so. So I compare Jaden Daniels with 74 different rookie cards. A lot of them are going to be Sage. They're going to be some Leaf memories. But look at how rare all the Leaf cards are. So those, a lot of those are going to be pretty much sold out. So if you really... Or they're going to be like super expensive right now. So if you're like looking to get a Jaden Daniels, there's really not a good set to get them in. I would say maybe the pro set because pro set, another like uh, offshoot of leaf has got some nostalgia factor with that look from, um, you know, the early nineties. And then you've got Sage. And unfortunately that's all you got to pick from right now, unless it's like a custom ACO card. And I would rather have a Sage. I would want it to be autographed, but I know that that's going to cost you over $100. If it's not over $100, I would say that's actually a pretty good buy because we're looking at all of his cards right now, 74 cards, and we're not going to get really more cards until we get closer to the draft for a guy like Jaden Daniels. I do think Leaf will react. There's going to be uh, Panini instant draft nights that kind of thing. Has Jaden signed a contract with Fanatics or Panini? No, I, I, I do not believe so. He's signed on with Onyx. Um, and I have okay. one of his, I have one of his Onyx cards in my backdrop at uh, all times. I knew I should have sold it on the Heisen item. And this card's been going for like 150. And I got it at the national last year. Um, I, I, I just can't move it. I love it too much. <laughs> so let's, so, let's compare Jaden to Caleb Williams, Carter. 1,299 from 2022. That was his um, Bowman Chrome first year. So it's not the 2023 Bowman Chrome that you want for Caleb. It's the 2022. Uh, and he's 1,299 compared to Jaden 74. And, and and so a lot of this is going to be primarily like Bowman Chrome University first, and then he gets in the um, the Bowman's uh, was the Bowman Best University, and then he's been in this year's Bowman Chrome University. So the the market what you what you're chasing for Caleb Williams is a lot different, right? You can tar- you can attack the first, you can attack the serial numbered first, the color match first, um, and and those are going to do well. The autographs, you know, you want to you want to stick with the Bowman University first and stuff. But um, I think you you just have exponentially more uh, availability and sold volume as a result. And that's why it's so hard to, like, quantify how much Jaden Daniels has gone up compared to guys like Caleb Williams or even Drake May. You know, it's just it's no comparing because Jaden Daniels got 74 different cards. Yeah, he's very meticulous with what he does and who he signs for. Right. So uh, that's exciting if you have one of these you know, Sage Jaden Daniels cards, but it also makes you wonder, should you just go on ahead and move it now? Even though, you know, the Heiser Trophy is kind of in the rear view, he's not playing in the bowl game. So what does that mean? Well, that means he's probably not going to get hurt between now and the draft time. His hype is only going to go up, right? Caleb and Drake, I think everything could somewhat kind of be baked in already. 
Jaden because of the scarcity. I mean, you 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 don't know. You really don't know. And also, Jay, uh, I, I'll say this, Andy. There is a non-zero chance that Jaden is the first overall pick. It is very much in the balance. Um, I, I still think it's going to be Caleb, and I still think Drake May would go before Jaden Daniels. But I, I'm just pointing it out, man. Uh, the guy looks different when he plays a sport that everyone else plays. So, uh, you know, Hector brings up Jaden hitting the weight room. The thing is, he, he actually gained a lot of weight going into this year. He got thicker than what he was the year before. And I've never seen a quarterback take more hits, uh, vicious hits, than Jaden Daniels has taken this year. And Andy, it, 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 a lot of them were, were his fault. He, him just jumping into to, to defenders it's the wildest thing you'll ever see so you you he is gonna have to change some you know before he gets to the nfl because you know you're the hits just get even harder um at that next level but i do think he's going to be a really really good nfl quarterback just because he has uh he has some tools that you, no one else really has yeah so it's like when is that when is that onyx gonna come out it's it's I know that there's uh, some out. So December 22nd, 2023, Onyx Vintage Football Collection Box comes out. And let's, um, I'm curious to see if he's, I haven't done any research on this product. So I'm just looking at the release dates and looking at this on the fly. But um, typically, you know, look at that. Look at, look at that. Look at that man right there on the front. Isn't that crazy? But yeah, I mean, I just love this card. I mean, he signed it JD five, so it's different than some of his, you know, other signatures that he has. But man, I, I just love this card. I really do. Um, it could it could just be my fandom, but but still. But these, yeah, I'm gonna these, blow you up so we can see it real good. Okay, yeah. So this is this is the card right here. Okay, so he signed it JD five, and it just looks like this at the back and. These were only, I think, given out at the national. I wish there was something um, national. You should get that graded, Carter. You should get that I, graded. I kind of Yeah. Um, but yeah, I freaking love this guy so freaking much. Uh, and I hope, I hope it, I hope he works out. I, re- I really, really, really do. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this Onyx product. Just because Jaden is in there, obviously I like Bowman better because I, I do get my LSU logos on there. But 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 still, look at that man! Four, Four cards per box, two on-card autographs out of that. Fifty percent autographs. I I think this product is going to do really well because I think this is going to be the new flagship card where it should do well. Or you guys should potentially invest or buy one of these Christmas. For the uh, for the draft, because you pull a Jaden Daniels auto, you just kind of hit the lotto. Like you hit a CJ Stroud downtown. I mean, this is going to be, I think, the flagship Chase product for Jaden Daniels for the next several months. Right. Yeah, I, I would I would believe so as well. I really would. Especially um, when you look at how high these got for Shador Sanders when this was literally all he had, you know, besides right. some goofy Sage cards and. Um, and, and that was not heading into, that was just like heading into the season. That was, you know, how, cause the season, how the season started out. Yeah. His, his, and, and this, and the Shador Sanders ones were, were him in the JSU uniform. So 
those were going for like 200 250 a, a, a pop so yeah it should be very interesting this box 50 bucks so 50 bucks, yeah man. it's crazy let me um let me get into play of the week. I do want to take a few of your questions though before we get to um, play of the week. If any of you have any questions, once again, the super chat is wide open. All the money goes to Andy and building this network that uh, we we've built here. Um, what one question I have for you, Andy, is I I I do begin to wonder if one of these non-big NFC teams can can make a run, right? Is there a non-Lions, non-Cowboys, non-49ers, non-Eagles team that you think could make a run? Is, is is there one that just comes to mind for you? This this one's super tough, man. Uh, but it's, you know, come You're, on, man. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, baby. Uh, <laughs> it's the Buccaneers, I baby. I freaking knew it. The world, the what what the world needs is Acre Mayfield, Gardner Minshew Super Bowl. That's what the world. It's just what the world needs. The world, the world, every the, the, every every hungry child would be fed. I mean, it would it it would make my my life better. But do you truly believe in the way the Buccaneers are, are playing football right now? Well, it's going to go through the New Orleans Saints. I do believe um, that, you know, Baker, it's not always glamorous, but he finds a way to win, man. This guy is super scrappy, very competitive. I mean, Baker is so jacked up and fired up on the sidelines and in the game. I love that, man. I love the tenacity that he's got. Um, and with, with you know, Dave Canales has actually, I think, been a, a boost to our team this year at offensive coordinator compared to Byron Leftwich. You know, so I think that's been that's been a positive change. You've seen Rashad White literally come alive like Rashad White has been playing really well. I mean, he's one of the leading receiving running backs in the NFL. Um, so that's awesome. And then you got incredible weapons at Big Mike and um, Chris Godwin. And then you add in like the rookie Trey Palmer and uh, Kate Otten, who's been playing great at tight end. So. You know, we're hosting the, the the Saints. We beat them the first time, so that's why we we hold the division title right now. We're hosting the Saints next week, and we play the Jaguars this week. So we play the Jaguars this week at home, which is going to be a very close game, slugfest. And then the Saints, which is probably going to be another close game, a slugfest. Um, and I'm hoping that our, our D-line and our linebackers and everybody is healthy for this game against the Saints at home because we get through that game, we're in, baby. We get through the Jags. This week, and then we beat the Saints next week. We're in, we're in, man. So, um, I'm because our season ends against Carolina, so it's like, all right, that's a freebie. Um, <laughs> we should oh. be, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, freaking ask the Falcon about that. Um, <laughs> that would have been perfect. that would have been perfect for us if I would have gone to Tampa for that game and then New Year's Day, LSU, Wisconsin. Uh, I actually would have done that, and that would have been cool for us to, to meet up and do that, but. Uh, your boy got booked on New Year's Eve to play some tunes. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm playing. I'm, I'm only playing Andy Andy favorite songs. I'm playing Dolly Parton's Jolene. That, that's definitely that's the song I'm playing when New Year's Eve. Classic, uh, yeah, the classic. And then then I'm playing Yellow Submarine. Nothing gets the crowd going like like the Beatles. And then after that, I'm 
I'm playing Cisco Thong Song. Those are the only three songs I'm playing on repeat. Those are Andy's three favorite songs. In fact, he's listening to those songs in his headphones uh, while he does this this show. Um, let's go I'm to Joel here. It the rest of the day now. You just got that stuck in my head, baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> a legend, legendary song. Joel Ka- Kaplan says, uh, "I'm surprised no Jaden Daniels instant or tops." Now, I am, I'm shocked as well. I really am. I I even met with someone. Um, well, I, won't, I, won't, I won't say that. But we need more Jaden Daniels products out there. I'm begging mm-hmm. for it. Begging for it. Uh, Pipe Dreams Treasures. That is an interesting name. Oh, my God. Please, no. no dolphins, please. Do you believe, Andy, the Dolphins can and win can go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. Uh yeah, I, I think they're capable with with the healthy defense. Yeah, they're they're capable, man, for sure. The defense is good. Um, you know, you got to see that on full display again this this week. Um, so yeah, I mean, the defense is good. They've got big time playmakers at all levels, right? Bradley Chubb, Jalen Ramsey, they're, they're good. Um, and then the offense obviously is good, and I think they'll get Tyree Kill back at the right time. But you saw even this past week, Jalen Waddle stepped up big time, man. And Mike McDaniels is a good coach. He's a good coach, man. They're a very good coach. So uh, Tua was throwing, throwing darts. He's a guy that really hasn't gone up, hasn't responded to the wins and stuff. I think a lot of people, you, you've seen such an increase in Tyree Kill throughout the season that has been he's been more of a, a focal point <laughs> in a lot of ways than Tyreek. But there's a lot of value out on the table for Tyree uh for Tua and Jalen Waddle. Um and uh you know Raheem Mostert, I mean come on man guys got tw- 20 touchdowns tw- 20 rushing touchdowns this year. I had so much Mostert and underdog so much and I'm still only I think I'm only have two teams not BBM teams but just two teams that are in the 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 next round. Uh, but Andy Shout out to you, man. I, I truly do believe your BBM roster that got through with Dak CD stack going cold and you still got through. I dude, you might have the stone cold nuts, bro. You might oh, have the nuts. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge giveaway. I mean, like huge giveaway if we win this thing. $15 million uh prizes. I think what is for first place is three million dollars. So obviously. If you win anywhere in the top 10, you know, that's life-changing, right? 30 grand for 10th place. Right now, we are looking good. We are looking good, fellas. Um, and it's a it's a Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb roster, right? Dak, C.D., but Dak choked this week. It's okay. Baker Mayfield and Chris Godwin, I've also got on the roster. They showed up big time. And then I've got Sam Laporta and Trey McBride at tight end. Laporta went nuclear. So feeling pretty good because if Nico gets healthy, maybe at the end here, that could be monster. But then I've still got CeeDee Lamb and Chris Godwin. Maybe Traylon Burks comes alive. That would be very helpful. Um, and then I've got A-Chain, James Cook, who went nuclear, Kenneth Walker, who had a great night, and um, and Brees Hall and B. John Robinson. So my my running backs are absolutely loaded. Like I look back at this roster, I'm like, how did I get these running backs? 
I almost want to go back and see how I drafted this roster. I must have started out C.D. Lamb. Must have been at the end of the draft. This was a um, May 18th draft. I, I marked it. It's oh, a May 18th yeah. draft. So I did this in the middle of the summer. And, dude, uh, cross your fingers for me. Knock on wood, guys. Uh, no. Whatever you got to do, man. <laughs> We're close. We're so close. The key is getting through. Like, the, the good thing is none of your top picks here scored. Right, look, Dak didn't score. Bijan didn't score. Um, Brees, Brees Hall didn't score. A chain, he could put up some monster numbers. He didn't score. It, really, that C CD really didn't go off. I mean, he counted for you this week, but he didn't 15, really yeah. go off. And then Nico got through. Man, dude, you, you're sitting good, man. This this could be the freaking nuts. I love it. Huh? 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 And Michael Mayer actually uh, had 11 fantasy points this week. He's he's alive, he's alive right now too. So you 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 got outs, man. You freaking got outs. That's all it comes down to. Every single one of these players are are live. So I I think I think you're in the mix, man. Yeah, because think you think about um, McBride. He's actually like the top receiver for the Cardinals right now, and with the flex position. I can use a mix match of one of these stud running backs or the or a secondary tight end, and it makes up for maybe having weaker. Like I lost Christian Kirk, right? So maybe I have a little bit weaker wide receiver core now with just Lamb and Godwin. But Lamb has been so so money all all season, and with the Cowboys kind of choking last week, I'm very optimistic that the Cowboys bounce back from that, especially as they're competing for a top seed in the NFC. I mean, they're right there. They're ten and four. They're right before behind the 49ers. So you know that they want that first round by the home field advantage, right. especially against the Eagles. It's like, man, they're right there. So um I, I look at them as being constant competitors here down the stretch. And I, I gotta think that Dak and CD bounce back after this this loss to the Bills, which was pretty ugly, pretty embarrassing. Um, let me see who they're playing. So they got the Lions. Oh, come on, man. That's gonna be fantastic. At the Dolphins, that's going to be that should be a shootout. At the Dolphins, and then the Lions at home. So, God, dude, you're you're and you got chain stack. Oh man, dude, you might, dude, you might have the freaking stone cold, ice cold, all in royal flush nuts. You 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 could have it, man. You could have it. Um, I'm pretty sure my best ball team was the lowest scored team uh in in bbm this last round um but yeah you know we, we got to do play of the week andy i'll, I'll let you go first because i honestly didn't prepare one I, I'll, I'll be honest uh I, I really do take play of the week seriously because a lot of these have hit for me this year i gave you trey mcbride gave you aiden o'connell um it's 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 I've, I've just been on fire with these so let me see if i could formulate one andy i'm gonna let you go first go right on ahead yeah, man. Uh, what about James Cook with the um, with the the Buffalo Bills? Ooh. You know, I mean, I, I look at right now his cheapest rookie ticket auto is thirty five dollars in a buy now, but that's not auction price. You know, you get you get auction prices that end lower every week, and yeah, he's been coming alive the past couple weeks. But if you guys really think that Buffalo is going to make a deep playoff run, I mean, James Cook was the the stone cold nuts this past week. Almost at the running back position next to Christian yes. McCaffrey. So, you know why? Why not James Cook? And, and and if he's part of this incredible ascension of the Bills in the playoffs, I mean, he's got the storyline with his with his younger brother. 
You know, he's got the speed. He's got the receiving ability. I mean, he's at 968 rushing yards, 5.2 yards per carry. That's fantastic. But you add in another 433 receiving yards. That means that next year, I think James Cook is all of a sudden going to be a guy that's being drafted in the first three rounds. You know, it's not like the Damian Harris drafted for James Cook. I, I think all of a sudden James Cook becomes a top three round running back type guy. Look at that. Number two in rushing yards right now, only behind Christian McCaffrey, right with there with Raheem Mostert. So, you know, let's look at his um, his efficiency. Production premium, number nine. It's his EPA plus 33, number one. Uh, it's a pretty decent game script, so he's benefited from that. And I benefited from a little bit of a light front uh, carry rate so because the Bills pass so much. But that's, I mean, he's heavily involved in the receiving game. And that's what I like, man. Look at that 40 reception for 433 yards. And I think he's a guy that's just going to be, um, that's going to be higher valued into next September. So if you don't flip him in the playoffs, you can buy him now and flip him heading into the season next year. Mm. I, 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 I'm going to be honest and I'm still, I, I'm, I'm shocked. James Cook was somebody I was completely out on going into this season. And the fantasy experts were telling me, hey, his situation is absolutely perfect. Um, and I, and boy, was I wrong. I'm still, I call me a hater. I'm still not fully a believer. I just think he's in an unbelievable situation. And Joe Brady is one of the best play callers when it comes to scheming people open, right? Um, in particular, running backs open out of the backfield. So shout out to James Cook for proving me wrong. He could come on here and call me a hater um, all he wants. That's perfectly fine with me. So uh, there you go, James Cook. You, 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 I, I'm okay to admit when I'm when I'm wrong. Um Here's my play of the week, Andy. I am actually going to buy really, really, really low. And I know this is going to sound crazy coming from a Saints fan. I think Arthur Smith is so bad. I really do think he is so, so, so bad. And what he did this past weekend, sabotaging his own team's success, just to stick one to the fantasy nerds out there, him having to be the smartest guy in the room, and feed the football to not as talented players as the young players that they spent first round picks on in three consecutive drafts. I I am looking at Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London. Now what's funny, I was actually gonna give out Kyle Pitts, his prices have not gotten as low as I thought that they were going to uh going to be when I just you know looked at it just a minute ago. But I still think he can be something. I just think Falcons with Desmond Ritter and Arthur Smith, those two as a combination where Desmond Ritter's not really that good of a quarterback and Arthur Smith is a head coach who wants to feed every single skill position player. Um, if I was on the roster, they would be giving me carries right now for B. John Robinson. Um, I, I, I'm a believer still in the Falcons skill set guys. So I'm going to be looking at some of them because I think if they do go get a new coach and they do go get a quarterback at draft, that would excite a lot of freaking people. So I, I am looking at uh, their 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 skill guys, and 
I'm I'm here by myself now. I don't know what happened to, to, to Andy. Let me know what you guys think uh, about that. Um, Mr. T says, all I want for Christmas is a quarterback next year. For the Seahawks? You got Drew freaking Locke. You got Geno freaking Smith. I did text uh, one of my really close uh, LSU sources last night that I do think Jaden Daniels for the Seahawks would be an unreal fit for them. Um, with all the skill position talent that they have, uh, could they get an upgraded quarterback? Could, sure, sure. What I do think is going to happen, though, because I know my heart is meant to be broken. I do think Jaden's going to go to a team like the Patriots. I know Bill Belichick likes Jaden Daniels and the Raiders. I think he could go to either one of those two. Let's see. Unleaded says tip of the week. International shipping works. Okay. I, I get down with it. Ship internationally. I actually had a struggle with this uh, unlet. I had to ship a card to Australia, and it was around when eBay was going to start doing um, international shipping. So I ended up just caving and paying the ridiculous amount that I needed to pay for international shipping. So let me know. It's, has it been fixed where you don't have to pay an arm and a leg uh, to sell a card? Let me know. What's up, man? Computer just decided to do a impromptu restart. <laughs> just That's like, all good. I, I, I have uh, delayed the updates for too long. You know, it's like, oh, no, sorry. Got it. Got it. Got it. My computer is on its last leg. I feel it like trembling. My MacBook Pro. Um, but yeah, I missed your play of the week, man. <laughs> Who was it? Who oh, was you it? missed it. It was the uh, Falcon skills skill guys. Ooh. I think when they get a new coach, I think when they get uh, a new QB, that they they have what they have what they need. Uh, they obviously still need another receiver, but I, I like I like what they have at, at, at skill position players and Desmond Ritter, who's not a good quarterback, and Arthur Smith, who very overrated and don't want to give B. John Robinson the ball. I know he fumbled and he, he's not really played well lately. I, I'm a believer. I'm still a believer in Falcons skill guys. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you think about Kyle Pitts in a contract year for his rookie contract. I know they can give the fifth year option and, and all that, but John U. Smith has been playing uh, a lot. And I guess that's a lot of part of Arthur Smith's dysfunctional scheme and everything, but um, it, who knows? Maybe Kyle Pitts gets traded and his, that would, I mean, his card values would all of a sudden just be shocked back to life. And, um, I guess you could argue the same thing for Drake London. Like I, I don't see a path where the Falcons don't at least upgrade at quarterback. So from that standpoint, and you have this, th these guys entire market available to you, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, that you could really attack them for just insanely cheap prices. And you know, at the singular level, they're fantastic. It just it just uh, depends on who they can get in at quarterback and who they can get in to coach the team. You know, I do want to include one thing before we uh, before we skedaddle here, okay? And this is going to be a very spicy take. You're not an Alabama fan. You're a Florida fan. I'm not an Alabama fan. I'm an LSU fan. You're not an Oklahoma fan. 
we're also both not Eagles fans. I like the Eagles. Um, my favorite color growing up was green, so whatever. Um, but we were both Jalen Hurts fans. We really were. He has looked bad recently. Just, 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 just bad. Okay. I'm still not fading Jaden, uh, Jaden, uh, Jalen. I'm still not. But Andy, he's got he's got to play better. I mean, I know he was sick uh, yesterday, so he will play better. The, the 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 talent around him is is just too good. But now I'm wondering, was Shane Steichen the guy that that was the guy last year? Was Jonathan Gannon were those two guys? Because I mean, I think both you would say have, have coached pretty admirably in their their rookie seasons with, with the, the the decks both stacked against them maybe the, maybe those guys were just the guys and, and we're overrating uh the, the the rest of of the eagles coaching staff and and and, and Jaden uh, Jalen are, are are you fading him just a little bit just based on, on on what he's done recently yeah just a little bit but I almost feel like he's he's a good buy um right now but it 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 does concern me i i don't have the same confidence i had in the eagles several weeks ago you know uh the the recent play has definitely concerned me and i'm sure you could point to the 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 like whatever injury he was dealing with a couple weeks ago and then being sick last night and and this and that but yeah it just it seems it seems off man and i look at the success that they're having in indianapolis um, and it's like, well, you know, they definitely plays a big role. Not obviously I would say it's a, a 50, 50, you know, players still have to execute at the end of the day. They all have to work together together and execute and the quarterback's responsible for, you know, reading the defense and, and, um, making audibles and, you know, d- making those decisions on the fly and stuff. So, you know, it's, it's important, but I, I think the, yeah, I'm not fading him. You know, obviously he's a franchise quarterback for him. Uh, he's got like the NFL record now with ru- for rushing touchdowns in his first four years. So yeah, I'm not I'm not fading him per se, but at the same time, my expectations have been lowered. Yeah, and and look, I, I look uh, I saw the stat this morning. Over thirty percent of his fantasy fantasy points have been tush push. So, um, you know, some of that's baked in there. Like you know, when I see his stats rushing td stats compared to cam newton's rushing td stats i'm like well no no hold on just a second cam didn't have the tush push um cam's rushing the superman leap leap over people the the tush push is is mostly is as much like jason kelsey if, if, if anything else but that'll be for us we'll see you next week wait are we doing a show no it'll be It'll probably be Christmas. We'll, we'll just keep up with us uh, next week. All right. Peace. Yep. Peace.